This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Time is 12 minutes past the hour of 11 o'clock. This song is Unimbeza, which basically means a conscience. One of the other favorites is Utando, which means love. And then Owen's favorite is Lengoma, which is the song. And I think what this does is it tells us that storytelling is Zoe Mudija's forte. Her music speaks the truth, it celebrates love, and it's all expressed in song. It appears to me her favorite color is yellow, which is the title of her debut album, Yellow, the novel. Uh, And for her efforts, she's really been acknowledged in South Africa, a Standard Bank Young Artist for Music. Uh, She's also performed at the Cape Town International Jazz and North Sea Jazz Festivals, And she says that hers is African storytelling with jazz composition, but with a little bit of Motown soul. So Zoe Mudija, I think I was trying to sing your music and now I've strained my voice, but I'll let you do the singing. Good morning. (laughs) Morning. How are you? I'm very well. I'm I'm better than I've been in a long time. But um, Zoe, I believe today is your birthday, so we have to say to you, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, I think I've got my, my rhythm back. So, Zoe Mudira, good morning. Good morning. How are you on this wonderful day? On this wonderful birthday of yours. Absolutely. It is my 30th birthday. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I also just released a new single as a love letter to myself and to all of us called Ngelosi. Oh, there's just a lot of exciting things happening today. But I've been taking it easy, just receiving all the love, you know. Well, you are loved, you are appreciated for your incredible talent, both as a songstress, uh, as a writer, and for your musicology. So I've also been told that you come from that great school of uh, music at the University of Cape Town, alongside other people like Judith Sapuma uh, and others who've studied music there. So you come from a, a great stable. Uh, absolutely. And I, I would even go as far as to say that it doesn't begin there. I think my first school was definitely where I come from, which is Peter Maritzburg, Mbali, Ewan. I come from a township where people were playing so many different kinds of music. 
that was my first school. And then obviously then having the honor and the privilege to be able to study classical, piano, clarinet, and vocals at the National School of the Arts, yeah. and then the mentioned institution <laughs> as well. So it's been a beautiful place to receive knowledge from different spaces and thought processes, you know. You know, I remember having a conversation with Nduduzo Makatini. I, th- I think he also comes from somewhere around Hammersdahl, Peter Maritzburg. So it seems to me in that part of the country, you all love your songs. You all love the music. Why is that? Oh, my goodness. Well, he actually comes from Mbali, A2, and I'm from Mbali, A1, so we're a lot closer. (laughs) Maybe there's something in the water, Mbali. Um, (laughs) But I really do think it just speaks to to our people there, you know. Um, And I would always love to just champion what it is that we stand for there. I think the space and the place is underrepresented, and so many beautiful things are watered and flower there. Um, And, I mean, Dr. Nduduzo Makatini is... Mm. A case study on his own, you mm. know, um, and it, we've bonded definitely on on just coming from the same space and really wanting to bring light to that, but also recognizing that we're global citizens um, and storytellers in music, you know, yeah. and that this is a message for home, but it's a message for the country, for the it's world. a message for the continent, and it's a message for the world. Okay, you have been described as somebody who fuses or who draws on the roots of African storytelling, folklore. We've just been talking about it in a conversation earlier on about choral music with jazz composition. So there's something contemporary and loose, but you also love Motown soul. So uh, three very different genres and rhythms to draw on. Absolutely. Well, I mean... I know that I'm always kind of seen as a a jazz musician Mm. and it makes sense because I went to a jazz college uh, uh, in Cape Town and that's where I I studied jazz and I was able to attend incredible festivals there. Uh, But for me, really, music has always been about music. It hasn't been about a particular sound because I think it's such a beautiful landscape to be able to take in Kwaito as much as you do Motown music, as much as you do gospel, R&B. Uh, these are all the things, these are all the things that I grew up to. So I really think that me as an artist and as a person who tells stories through music, I'm a melting pot of all of these different sounds that I've, I've been able to enjoy and that have raised me along the way. Okay, let's talk about your name, Zoe. In fact, your whole, all the names on your ID. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, people say Zoe Mudija. Yes. And, and then we're talking about a girl who comes from Peter Marisburg. And I know we're all South African. Anybody can live in South Africa. This is not Bantustan country. I get it. But I find it interesting that a Mudija was raised in Bali, a one, a Peter Marisburg. <laughs> So just tell me a little bit about your lineage, because I see all the names in your ID are Palesa, Nomtandazo, Pumelele, Modiha, and of course Zoe is Greek for life. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I really do think I've been blessed in terms of having names. Palisa was a name that my mother gave me, which means flower. Mm-hmm. Nomtandazo was mother of prayer that was given to me my, by my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's my grandmother's name. So okay. I didn't get to meet her. Pumelele was given to me by my father. So there's flowers, there's being a 
mother of prayer and there's success all in one in there. And I think that's all spoken into my life. And so I gave myself uh, the alias Zoe because I love the meaning and the meaning is life. And I think my, my names give life to me. Uh, but it is another way to kind of have an all-encompassing thing, you know, so that I'm not calling myself Balisa Nomtandaz or Pumelele Mudecha on stage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, and in terms of the Mudechas, we uh, actually have a grandfather, Um Kulu Jacob, who migrated from Pretoria. Um, this is my, mater- my maternal surname, yeah. Mudecha. Apparently, it's a surname that means peace, according to my grandfather. He yeah. told me that when I was six years old, so... I don't know if this is actually true or yeah, not, yeah. but uh, he migrated down to Peter Maritzburg before I was born and before a few of my immediate family was born as well. And yeah. he started his own family there. So that's why I was raised in, in Peter Maritzburg. Um, and then on my paternal end, uh, it's a, a Zulu family, uh, though where it is that we are based is um, Eastern Cape. So there's just a lot of beautiful things running through right. my blood. So, yes. so from what you're telling me is you're a, a true South African through and through. You are everything. Absolutely. You are all 11 languages, cultures and more. <laughs> Absolutely. And I've actually been confused for Posa and, and Kenyan. And I just want to declare online that I take all of that in. I am all you of must, that. Yes. <laughs> you are Pan-African and it's wonderful if you even look the picture as well. So I'm going to tell you the three songs we're going to play today, uh, but it is your birthday, so you can influence this decision. But the the three songs, you know, were informed by the fact that three of the people who are in studio with me all have a favorite. And mm-hmm. Ulondu says Unembeza is her favorite. That's why we started there, a conscience. And I think the country right now needs a conscience. We all need to have a conscience um, at the moment. And then there's Utando. Um, my name means love, and I think we don't have enough love in the world, but we definitely don't have sufficient love in South Africa. Mm. That's why horrible things are happening, because people don't operate from a position of respect, courtesy, and love for the next person, I think. Mm. Mm. And then mm. Owen Very says true. he loves the tempo of Lengoma, and this is why I said your music tells us to speak the truth or to stand for the truth. Unembeza. Mm. But your music celebrates love, of which we are running short today. And all of it is expressed in song, Lengoma. Let us sing to a new and a higher consciousness. Mm. Have I encapsulated oh, what yes. you represent? I don't, I don't think I could put it any, any better than that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and so you. why do you sing about these themes then? Uh, well, I think as a as an artist, as a person who believes themselves to be social scientists, as a person who would like to reflect the times and celebrate and be the mirror to where we are as a society, yeah. um, I think for me, it's always really been about celebrating the human experience. And the human experience is that which um, represents love, is that which represents the power of song, is that which, which represents all the songs that all of you have chosen, you know. Uh, but it really has just been about celebrating the human experience. And it's such a rabbit hole. It's such a wonderland. Mm. It's such a never-ending story, such a beautiful story for us to be able to see ourselves through music. Um, mm. And a lot of the artists that I've loved represented that. So for me, it feels like the passing down of that baton. 
Um, and if there's one thing we have in common as people is is exactly that, the human experience yeah. and taking each day as it comes. Okay. You know? Khao Khalo is listening and he says, Lerato, thank you for bringing in Zoe with a big yellow heart. Yay, <laughs> a yellow heart! <laughs> and he says... I was first introduced and fell in love with her music in 2021. I believe her music is so spiritual. So, oh, 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 he writes. Please Mm. ask her to explain the meaning of the song Um Dali and what inspired the writing of the song Um Dali. Mm. Well, Um Dali, um, that was the second single that we released. Uh, from Inganeguane, which is also from our album, <laughs> released in June of 2020. Uh, I mean, interesting time. It's, it's it's almost amazing that we all made it through, but we did. Yeah. Um, and and we're, we're just grateful for that. Uh, but Um Dali really is a song that celebrates the life force that is our creator, that is our universe, that is our higher power, you know, that which is bigger than us that we look to. I know many people subscribe to that as uh, different entities mm-hmm. but for me that is my creator that is my god um, and really the life force and the god that we find in ourselves yeah. and in each other um, and it reads a song that says that and as much as we are made by god those that we come from our ancestry are also our bloodline is also made from god and that our ancestors have prayed for us to be um, and for us to exist and uh, for us to live our fullest purpose and that we have been needed, we have been asked for, we are a chosen people. Um, and I think it, it came at a time where I was really thinking about the condition of being a human being, about being the, in the condition of the black experience, the woman experience, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and all the kind of communities that I fall under and wondering why we were living the kinds of lives that we were living. It's not a, mon- a monolith of a life. It's definitely yeah. a layered life, but there's a lot of similarities in that as well. And for me, it felt like this this message and this music was going to speak mm. into that and pour into that. Um, because I think as people, we, we, we do need it. We do need to be reminded of, of who it is that we are. Okay, so Inganengwane, I love that term, uh, loosely translated, it's a, it's a fairy tale or it's a children's story. There's an innocence about it as well. So how do you name some of these albums? And uh, when you name an album that, is it because you want your music to be a little bit whimsical? You want it to be a little bit innocent? Uh, it is about the imagination. Just tell me what's going mm. on there. Absolutely, and I love those choice of words. Um, it really is a childlike place. I think that as human beings, we come into the world um, as spirits and we become children and our innocence is something that we wear on our sleeves and we grow up and we grow calluses, we grow protective layers, we grow Mm. walls um, as a way to navigate life. Uh, But we still actually walk around with our childlike selves. So for me, that is something that I I love to speak to and something that I love to honor. And it's something I've done throughout my discography. And I'll be doing even more of it with the upcoming music this year. Uh, But really, it really is just speaking into that space. Um, And it being called Inganegwane, the Sofomo album, is speaking to just the power of storytelling. Inganegwane are stories, are fairy tales that taught us a lesson, Mm -hmm. that taught us about ourselves. Um, and I just loved the idea of being able to remove the myths 
that comes from the black experience. And to say that these stories are beautiful stories, they're painful stories, they're encouraging stories, they celebrate stories, but they're all 100% real, you know. Um, and yeah, just to play, pay, pay, pay homage to the experience that we, we mm. live and we continue mm. to, to explore and to experience as people. I mean, I, so, I, I, yeah. I, I will ask you to expand on this uh, later on after the headlines because what you're saying resonates with me so much and maybe just speaks to my own internal traumas. But, you know, when people say, oh, the modern African woman, she's strong. I find that so, so offensive as a statement because so many women across Africa in coping with the hardships of a post-colonial neo-imperialist world, patriarchal world, have had to be very strong in a way that sometimes is even unnatural physiologically, but they've had to do it. Mm. Carry loads on their heads, uh, carry babies on their back and do backbreaking work, right? Um, Many Africans, both male and female, because of the brutality of the world, have never been given an opportunity to be soft, delicate children. The African child always has to be braver than any other child, stronger than any other child. Um, And we're seeing it in the conflicts in uh, Gaza as well. The children are watching bombs raining over their communities, their bodies um, at age three, having to comfort their younger siblings because their parents have died. And you ask yourself, what is the future of a child like this? whose entry into the world is so vicious and so violent and so cruel. And I think Mm. this is where this innocence comes in, is can we have a moment to breathe? Can we have a moment we allow people to be children, where we allow people to be soft? Can Mm. we stop romanticizing poverty and struggle and pain? Can we stop this thing? Because the country around us is so broken because nobody ever showed the next person kindness, courtesy and love. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, that's that's absolutely true. And I think any society that doesn't see its young and that doesn't protect its children is a is a morally bankrupt society, you know. Um, but but again, I think it speaks to the fact that there's children that need to be protected, and then there's a the child in every person and in, in every grown up person that needs to be protected exactly. too. So I think the sense of humanity in that is that it's. It's something that should be unending. It should be bottomless. And it's something that we should award to each other simply because we exist, you know. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it is a really troubling time right now. There's so many social ills. Mm. Uh, just when you think you want to lend your voice to one, there's something else happening. Absolutely. There's something else happening, you know. So there's really a lot to work through um, and to cleanse as a society and as a global community, you know. Oh, we're in yeah. conversation with an icon in the making, a legend in the making. And I'm saying so because her music might feel iconic right now. But if she just turned 30 today, <laughs> there's a long, long road ahead. There's a whole future of creativity ahead of, of social impact and of soothing people's vulnerability with the music. Uh, we've just been talking about um, her journey in song. Uh, the 2023 Standard Bank Young Artist for Music uh, recipient, a performer at the Cape Town International Jazz and North Sea Jazz Festivals, uh, a Glamour Woman of the Year and Music Game Changer uh, Award winner, and uh, the muso behind 
the fantasies of Ingane Kwane. Zoe Mudiha, the birthday girl. You're listening to Mirato Mbele on Power 98.7. Trying to recover from laryngitis and swollen vocal cords. So when I now have to start singing this music and my voice croaks because my team would then choose songs that are catchy and force us to be going la 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 la. I want to sing Limelezo. I hope you feel better soon. What a jam. What a jam. Thank you. Thank you so much. And this is the song Utando. Yes. And you know what? It almost felt to me like that um, song. You know that one? La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. Loving you. It channeled a little bit of that for me, but just gave it a completely new African spin and twist. In other words, what I'm saying is it is a love song in as much as it is a beautiful song to dance to. Oh, bad. I really appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, I think, as you were saying earlier, there is something that we need to really channel into when it comes to the love part of our stories as human beings. Yes. I think it's something we all relate to, something we all need. And this song is about an all-encompassing love. It's about an agape love. It's about a platonic love it's about all the kinds of loves that exist i do like what you're saying because i think uh, and i think we've bought into the commercialization of the valentine's day and whatever the case may be but we always assume that when we say love we mean romance whereas love is what you're saying it's it's the all-encompassing love it's the love we have for your music it is the love your grandfather had for his wife when he named you after her it is the love we have for the art it is the love and mutual respect we have for our teams for our communities mm. it's the love you have for baking it's it's the love you have for your pets at home it's love needs to be infused in every aspect of human existence and we can't just mm-hmm. simply to one dimension. Oh, absolutely. We can't. We can't. We should just let it overflow and not overcomplicate it, you know. <laughs> are you are you a lover? Are you a romantic person? I definitely think I'm a very romantic person. <laughs> I I love I love the things that that people love. I love the things that girls love. I love I love candles, I love wine, mm. I love mm-hmm. um notes good gestures, playlists, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I get, these are the things that I, I romance myself with, you know. So I'm definitely an extremely romantic person. Um, but I believe in a romantic life in every sense of the word, whether that's to yourself, whether that's to your partner, your friends, your family, you know. Um, I think 
Yeah, and as a person who's born in February, who's, whose birthday it is today in this beautiful love la, month, la, it's been beautiful la, la. <laughs> to experience all, all the kinds of love. You know, in okay. the romantic sense as well. I do love that. I love. I like that you said I romance myself. Self care matters because how do you fill other people's cup if yours is not full? Absolutely. And I'm literally doing that right now. I'm in the middle of nowhere in Mahalisburg, just romancing myself, reflecting on these thirty years of life, um, being grateful. So. Really, it is that. It really is that. Okay, so it's a milestone birthday for you today, uh, Zoe. I have to tell you, I'm a little bit older than you, but I do remember my 30th birthday. I remember exactly what was going on in my life at the time. Uh, and <laughs> and you do feel like, wow, uh, I've come of age, but I, I need to tell you, <laughs> okay? So be easy on yourself. <laughs> Note it with love. <laughs> Okay, Yellow. Yellow is the title of your first album. Interestingly, Yellow Wax is the title of your own record label. So you and Yellow are affiliated very, very deeply. There's an affinity there. Why? What is it about the color yellow? I love the color yellow. It's a color that has always spoken to me since I was a little girl. I remember when I was in Crash, there was this very binary idea of either liking pink or, or yes, blue crayons, yes, you know. Yes, and yes. I could never relate to the pink crayons and I couldn't relate to the blue crayons either. But I really loved yellow. And there was a song that I would sing, um, just a little song, and it went like, um, Yellow washa, yellow washa, while mm-hmm. coloring in the yellow. And it's just yeah. a color that has spoken to me so much because it's bold, it's bright, it's a joyous color. It can also be a color of caution. Um, it's a color that just feels like a happy pool. Mm. So, so it's one that I really wanted um, my music lovers to be able to resonate and to find themselves back to me with. Mm. Um, and therefore, that's why the first album is called Yellow the Novel. And that's why my record label is also called Yellow X. I do like it. So I just looked up very quickly, you know, what is the, you know, spiritual meaning of the color yellow? Um, and it says uh, yellow symbolizes vitality, obviously, mm. energy. It's like the sunshine, uh, optimism, mm-hmm. and it also means enlightenment. Yes, I love that. Okay, I love that. So that's and I what hope you're to always represent that vitality. So y- you sound energetic. You sound like somebody who just has a a verve, joie de vivre, just. <laughs> Just love, love life. Are you that person, or can you be? Can you be quite dark and melancholy? I think both. Both things exist in me. Um, I don't necessarily think I'm the life of the party unless I know you very well. Mm-hmm. Then I get to be comfortable to explore that side. But I do like to bring the joy out in other people. But I think for you to be able to see the light in in something in anything, um, you see light in a dark room. Yeah. You know. So I, I really do exist in both those worlds and I try to make peace with the fact that both of those things exist in me and to find that healthy balance of being able to heal and and, and relate with my shadow self in the best way, but also to be to be the light, you know, mm. to be uh, the happy pill, to be all of the things that you just said that I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah, vitality, optimistic, enlightened. 
There's a word that you said, uh, oh, joie de vivre, joie de vivre, joy of living, exactly, joie de vivre. Exactly. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, but but I want to talk about your styling in a moment because unless I'm not seeing it correctly, your style is quite, it's, it's Afro-chic, definitely Afro-futuristic, but it's not yellow. Your spirit may be yellow, but sure. nothing about your stage presence says I'm bright in that way. It says I'm very deep and um, conservative and thought through and expressive and artistic mm. is what your look says. But listen, I just want us to answer Khaukhelo here who says, Zoe Mudika, being born and raised in KwaZulu-Natal, I thought she was raised in the Northwest because of her surname. Is she Tswana or Zulu? What a talented musician. So Khaukhelo, what Zoe told us at the very beginning of this conversation, she's everything. Yes, she has a Tswana grandfather. She is raised Zulu in KwaZulu-Natal, but she is everything pan-African. She sees herself as an every aspect of a South African. Did we capture that, Zoe? Absolutely. I actually saw that tweet and I replied. I quote tweeted it, just explaining that uh, my, as we said earlier on, the, my my maternal grandfather is, is Mudeja and I was raised, born in Durban, raised in Peter Maritzburg, KZN. But uh, my, my, my paternal side is Zulu. Uh, so all of those things kind of are a melting pot, a yeah. beautiful melting pot. But I also said to them that if you want me to be from Northwest, then I am from Northwest. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so sure. that's the one thing we have similarly because I have exactly the same heritage as you, mm. right? So this is why I have a Sesotho or Setswana name, but it's a Zulu surname, and it it, uh-huh. it mangles people a little bit. And then people get upset when I say I'm a proudly Zulu girl because they want me to be a proudly Tswana girl. No, I have the blood running in me, but I'm a proudly Zulu girl, it's a beautiful heritage. I choose it, I love it, and I'm proud to be it. For sure, and I completely <laughs> understand and, and relate with it. I think people also get confused by me all the time for the same reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to really explore both of those parts of who I am yeah. and even beyond that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your style, how you come across and come out into the world, because definitely there's everything about you says, I'm an African and I'm proud to be an African. But everything also says I am cosmopolitan. And the big hair and the headdresses says I am sort of Afro-futuristic, almost like the Wakanda thing, you know. And sometimes the clothes, daring risque, says I'm an urban woman and I, 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 I'm a sexual being as well without being garish or, you know, leaving things uh, outside of the imagination uh, a little bit demure. But 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 you're, you're just straddling so many lines, I think is just really perhaps a better way of saying it. Oh, absolutely. I, I love to have fun with my visual story. I think um, all the artists that I loved and that I, I respected, they created a whole world, you know. So mm. I believe in world building. I think the music doesn't exist by itself. Mm. And it's a world that you create with the music, but also with the messaging, with the visual story, um, with that which is shared with the audience. 
Um, and with my first album, Yellow the Novel, I remember when it came out in 2017, it was a lot of fun to dress in, in only yellow. Yeah. So whether I was doing interviews, performances, appearances, I would only wear yellow. And it was representing that album, but also as a debut body of work that I had produced, composed, arranged, uh, wrote the songs to. It was just my way of introducing myself into the world, introducing myself as the happy pool, as vitality, um, as, as all of that which we've discussed Yellow to be. And we think Anegwane, it was an album that was dedicated to the black experience. And so for me, I re- reimagined the past, uh, the present and the future of what the African story looks mm-hmm. like by wearing different kinds of um, cultural and traditional yes. regalia from different parts of the continent yes. um, to kind of explore that, you know. And now as we're gearing on for the new era, I'm excited to be able to explore another side. And, you know, just I ask the music lovers to keep a look out into the new era and the stories we'll be telling then. Um, but I've been okay. really blessed to collaborate with incredible visual storytellers who've been able to take Mm. what is in my mind and put it into the world in a way that they'll relate to it. Yeah. Okay, so we come from yellow, the sunshine, the happy pill, the expression of joy to Inga Negwane and uh, what we're talking about is the black experience. So what's the next phase then? Because it seems like there's a a deliberate evolutionary thought process. I don't know if I'm making sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I mean, we just released Ingelosi. The song is called Ingelosi. Which is an angel. Um, which is an angel, you know, and it is a song that really is something of a, a love letter to our formative years because our formative years are imprinted in us and they walk with us all our lives. Mm. And this song is really inspired by that. But it's also something of a lullaby that quiets the noises that we carry and pours into our hidden selves, our delicate selves reminding us that we are treasured beings moving in the world, you know. So it's a it's a it's a really a start of something new and a new era. Um and without saying too 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 much about it, I would say that it it really is gonna be uh, something of a cinematic experience. Oh, wow. It's going to be something that celebrates the divine feminine. Uh, and the divine feminine is found in, in all kinds of people, whether they're male, female, non, non-binary. Um, so I'm really excited to really explore this, this new rabbit hole and this new wonderland okay. that we'll be getting into. So the angel, the divine female, that's the next phase from the innocence of the fairy tales, the joy and energy of the yellow, the exploration of the Afro-postmodern identity, uh, and now we're going into the metaphysical type thing is what I'm hearing you say. Absolutely. You're Absolutely. very deep. You're very deep, deep, deep. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm think I'm all things. And I know because of the kind of music I make, it's, it's easy to just kind of maybe see me as being deep, but I can mm. be quite shallow as well. I, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> good all to be shallow. It's I good can, to be shallow, can, to be and, playful. And, Absolutely. I can be shallow. I can be playful. I can be silly. I can twerk. I can do all these things. But, you know, there is a, a well. There is a, a deep well with, with, yes. within myself that yes. I go into as well and that I celebrate and that I, I wear like an S on my chest, you know. Oh, I do love that. I do like that. Okay, so tell us about what to expect this weekend uh, before we wind down our conversation is that 
Today is your birthday. Happy, yes. happy birthday, Zoe Mudiha. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's also <laughs> then uh, the release of Inge Leosi and there is a tribute birthday concert. So there's a lot going on as you honor this new decade of your life turning 30. Absolutely. I'm so excited about today. Obviously, like we have said, with the release of Inge Lossi, mm. and we have the Yellow the Novel replay tour, which is happening on the 24th and 25th. Um, at the Untitled Basement in Bramfontein. That's an exciting thing that we're looking forward to because it's been such a long time since we've been able to really celebrate that music. Um, but we're also going to have a beautiful time as well with Abo Perita, Abo Amifako, Abo K.O. celebrating love on the 24th of February as well. So, oh my goodness, I think everyone is just going to be spoiled for choice. Um, and that will be the Lover's Edition at the Soiree Stella Arto. So we're going to have a beautiful, beautiful time. At the Soiree Stella Arto, okay. Uh, and then, so let's talk about your collaborations. You're saying Barita. So it, it seems to me like a lot of new contemporary musicians um, whose music is also very nostalgic. Mm. That's you can an interesting say that in many ways. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's almost like these are the artists who's, who the baton's been passed down to. Yeah. I mean, if you think of Amifako, K.O., Berita, you know, um, Denise Mars, Ricky Tyler, mm. DJ Mbako, uh, Lerato Khanyako, you know, it's just, it is contemporary voices that are really standing for, you know, the lanes that they are walking in. So... It's going to be beautiful to celebrate that as well while celebrating love. Do you think music has to be responsible? You know, the passing of the baton, the tapping into the memories of the past, the nostalgia. Does music have to do that? Or can it be, like you say, superficial, shallow, fun, and not everything has to have a meaning. Not everything has to elicit a conversation. I can say as a human being, I like to look for the meaning in everything. And so that will be reflected in my music because the music is the extension of, of, of myself. You know, it's like the God self that people get to see, you know? Um, But I think it's very important for music to reflect all of life. Life is not always meaningful. (laughs) Life is not always filled with depth. Sometimes you need music that helps you get away. Sometimes you need music to drive to. Sometimes you need music to gym to. Mm. Sometimes you need music to think to, to pray to, to cry to, mm. to twerk to, to go to the club and pop bottles to, to laugh to. You know, so it's important that music and all the different artists that exist today represent that. That life is all of these things all at once and all of these things are beautiful and all of these things are meaningful as well. Okay, so my final question to you. When we began at the very, very start, you said, I'm happy it's my 30th birthday today, this 23rd day of February, and um, I'm reflecting on my life at 30, and it's almost as if I'm writing a love letter to myself. If we asked you to please indulge us and tell us the conversation you are having with yourself in your mind, perhaps with your music as well. What is that love letter you're writing to younger Zoe as you look at your life, where you've come from, and where you hope to go? Because, yes, in this short life of yours, you have achieved so much, and I think there's still so much more 
you Glamour oh, Woman of you. the Year, you Music Game Changer <laughs> Awardee of 2023, <laughs> you Samro Overseas Scholarship winner, you Standard Bank Young Artist for Music winner of 2023. I think mm. there is an interesting, fascinating, fantastic journey ahead. There's a lot to be excited about, but what are you telling yourself in those quiet moments? Um, I guess, hmm, I guess there's so many things that I am telling myself. Um, I think for me, it really is just about quieting the noise, um, about caring less what other people think. Um, I think it's about um, investing more into the things that mean something to me in my personal life, in my work, in my gifting, uh, being able to tell more honest stories and to be able to relate to people on a human level more. Um, I'm excited to be able to travel the world doing what it is that I do um, and believing and walking with the fact that I know it is a meaningful work mm. and that is a, it is a work that leans not only on me, but on everyone that collaborates with me and in, anyone that says my name. Uh, but I just hope to be someone who's a decent human being. <laughs> At the at the very least, I just hope to be a, a person who's continuously working on my inner world so that my outer world and my inner world are able to match themselves, you know, where mm. it isn't just my outer world and the things that people see that are fascinating and that are beautiful and that are okay. moving. But I, I would love my inner world and my outer world to be married to each other. And that's that's the space that I'm in now. It's a beautiful space, as beautiful as your music. And by allowing us a little bit into your heart and mind, we can see that it's just a beautiful inner, inner soul. Ingelosi Zoe Modira. Happy birthday to this singer, composer and producer. It's been the Friday edition of Power Talk. Uh, thank you all for tuning in, supporting us, loving us, being with us. Ninshia Naingoma. Listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.